August 18, 2020. HTTP colon slash slash www.fearlesspuppy.info. Pandemics and root canals and hornets, oh my. If you are anything like me, then after 80 days in near solitary confinement watching your species go insane with panic over this century's bubonic plague while powerful sociopaths culturally engineer and blatantly gaslight democracy out of existence, you need some diversion. After seeing murder hornets invade Washington state while socially crippling racism and mindless riots vent lifetimes of both righteous indignation and misdirected anger as they swallow your homeland's last remaining shred of integrity, you need some excitement. How about finding a working dentist that has first world dental knowledge, in a fourth world country, during a lockdown where people are afraid to even shake hands much less put those hands into each other's mouths? Doesn't a bunch of root canals sounds like just the ticket while waiting for this whole thing to turn the corner and actually become the zombie apocalypse we've all been anxiously awaiting? Can you think of a more fun-filled activity, during a time in history when clinical depression is considered a normal reaction, than a procedure many sadists view as their go-to form of torture? Well, I certainly can't. It seems my teeth can't either. The few natural teeth left in my mouth have gone rogue. They scream like mindless infants among the many silent, space-age implants housed in the rest of my jawbone. The pain has distracted me from both the hash pipe-induced hibernation and the golden meditations. It is one of the very few things that could ever inspire me to attempt what seems to be the impossible, finding a high-level professional with a strong knowledge of cutting-edge procedures and sterile, modern equipment in a country where I don't know a single word of the native language. This dentist needs to be willing to risk exposure to potential plague by diving into a foreigner's mouth. The foreigner is from the nation with the world's highest plague-related death toll. This has to happen in a world that has completely shut down, and in a part of that world where the phrase strong knowledge of cutting-edge procedures and sterile, modern equipment has never been part of the vocabulary. Sometimes you get lucky. Dr. Sam Dupp at Moan Lamb Dental Clinic has an internet presence that includes an email address. He answers emails quickly, and opens his office for emergencies even during a pandemic. During our first meeting, he shows more than enough dental knowledge and humanity to inspire my confidence. He seems to be a wonderful and very talented person. Dr. Samduff's office has only one other employee. His younger brother, Chungdak, is his dental assistant since the dentist lost his actual assistant when she returned to her village as lockdown began. Chungdak seems to know his way around a dental office pretty well. Tibetan refugee families, and Nepali families in general, are very tightly knit. He has no doubt been watching his elder brother very closely since birth. There is a high risk in this situation, but it doesn't involve the dentist. It is with the administration that controls the opening and mandatory closing of businesses, such as the laboratory that makes the crowns. There is a five-day wait after the root canal procedures before lack of infection is verified. This verification allows the remains of the teeth to safely accept crowns. The lab makes the crowns during that five-day gap. Teeth lose core strength when the central nerve root is extracted. Nothing is left in the middle but a vacant canal. Teeth in that condition, without strong permanent crowns offering a protective cover, could shatter. If there is a sudden forced shutdown of the lab, the results could be disastrous. Decisions such as whether or not to shut businesses down are often made on the fly amidst the uncharted waters that have engulfed our lives in 2020. Many administrative authorities around the world, within government and business alike, have shown confusion about what appropriate corona procedure is, and how to implement it. Actions that affect everyone everywhere are sometimes instituted by very small groups of folks doing guesswork in offices and boardrooms. They can't be altogether blamed for this. Political and social as well as medical functions are all on new ground. Some authorities also show more concern for the control and social engineering of their constituents than for the well-being of those people. We all suffer a shortage of accurate information, 
not just government and business. There also, at times, seems to be a lack of knowledge as to what to do with accurate information, even if it appears in a very recognizable form. Authority often has an unfortunate abundance of confidence without clarity. To be fair, so do many folks that aren't in authority. Confidence, when tainted by pride and ignorance, will not allow its host to admit just how little he or she actually and accurately knows. This can result in some half-baked and counterproductive decision-making. All these factors are currently making life on Earth very unpredictable. Again, sometimes you get lucky. The lab stays open and everything goes smoothly. Two short weeks after first entering the Moan Lamb Dental Clinic, I discover that it is possible to have fun getting four root canal procedures done, as well as a tooth pulled. Dr. Samduff seems to have the heart of Mother Teresa, the knowledge of a scholar, and the skill of a top-level dental surgeon. Those of you residing in the Western world will think this is a misprint. It is not. Four root canals, four crowns, and one extraction costs a total of less than 500 US dollars here. The same procedures and prosthetics anywhere in America would cost somewhere between five and $13,000. It is very unlikely that the dentist performing these procedures in America would be any more talented than Dr. Samdup of the Buddha section of Kathmandu. There are a lot of older foreigners with dental issues here. I recommend Dr. Samdup to all of them. Holy shit, I really am dead. Here is something even more bizarre than root canals during a zombie apocalypse. I have been severely, abnormally sensitive to cold for many years. Some friends say that I was spawned by a lizard, cobra, or other cold-blooded reptile. When most other people wear shorts and a t-shirt, I am in a sweatshirt and cap. In addition, I often claim to be already dead, and that this book is being written by a corpse. As you know, doctors said the death part would happen by now. These light-hearted comments have just tripped over their own feet. As it turns out, both of these chuckles seem to be a very different type of funny than anyone could have ever suspected. Having seen and experienced more trauma than most people do in several lifetimes, I don't freak out easily or often. But I am a little freaked now. The monastery cafe that serves free lunch to trap tourists is required by the government to keep people at least three feet apart while waiting in line at the steam tables, make sure each person keeps a mask on except while eating, and keep each person seated at a different table. Management is also required to welcome diners by putting a thermometer to the skin of each person before they are allowed to enter the first gate. If you have a fever, there is another series of procedures. Fever is not my problem. Usually, my friend Mr. Dawa or the lovely Ms. Diki just press the thermometer up to my head and say, you're fine. Then I proceed to the mandatory hand washing and line waiting. Last week Dawa showed the thermometer to me. It said 90 degrees. I advised him to get a new thermometer as either his was broken or he was talking with one of the undead. He held that thermometer to his own and several other people's heads. The readings were all between 96 degrees and 99 degrees. We have tried this little experiment five times during the past two weeks. Each time my temperature runs between 88 and 94 degrees. This is cross-checked each day against several people, and always registers them between 96 and 99 degrees. There is no apparent explanation for this. It now appears that this book actually is being written by a corpse. For all my joking about the zombie apocalypse, I never thought of myself as one of the zombies. A nice thought. We suffer a serious disease as well as all the terrible human mismanagement, political and economic manipulation, fear-mongering, gaslighting, social engineering, and other assorted criminal greed that is flying into our lives on the tailwinds of this virus. What if these are the abusive parents of the beautiful happening that we've been talking about and waiting for all of our lives? Could all this madness just be the last dying gasp of the old paradigm and its disappearing architects? Is their organized confusion and grasping at regressive straws just a sign that the old ways are fading to make room for a new, more compassionate, 
much more common sensible sanity, a sanity that may come to us as soon as the dust from all the insanity settles. There may be some real ugliness in the tunnel, but the light at the end of it could be the birthplace of a near-utopian legend. As we keep our inner lights burning brightly right now, no matter how dark it temporarily seems to be outside, our better possibilities gather strength on their road to becoming tomorrow's realities. Tenzin Karma Trinley. More to come on Nepal, photos of ancient spiritual and historical sites, people, culture, and more, if you want it. If not let me know and I will take you off the mailing list right away. If you missed the introduction to the book that will be titled Temple Dog Soldier and contain the above chapters, or would like to see several other chapters that are available for free online, go to the Puppy website blog section at http colon slash slash www.fearlesspuppy.info. If you only have time for a bit, scroll down six or seven pieces to the most important bit. It is titled What I Have Learned So Far, this is a book in progress. You are reading it as it is being created. Just like you, I don't know what the next chapter is going to be about until it is written. As the intro will tell you, this is a totally true story, and probably the only book ever written about a dead man's journey around the world. The books Fearless Puppy on American Road and Reincarnation through Common Sense by this same author are also available through the http colon slash slash www.fearlesspuppy.info website, as are sample chapters from those books. Very entertaining TV slash radio interviews with, and newspaper articles about, the author are also available there. There is no charge for anything but the complete books. All author profits from book sales will be donated to help sponsor an increase in the number of wisdom professionals on earth, beginning with but certainly not exclusive to Buddhist monks and nuns.